Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. I am so grateful. Thank you for your interactions and, you know, asking questions and, gosh, passing the messages on to other people. That's been amazing. And and thank you for those that can uh, donate and support. Uh, it is just a tremendous blessing and keeps uh, this podcast going. So thank you so, so much. Again, uh, if you want to share the messages or if you're able to to give on a monthly donation, uh, you can go to the website, tomolary.org, and that helps uh, tremendously. So thank you so much. I'm excited about today. And today's podcast is God says, don't give up. Okay, that's what God says. And I know that's what he says. And I'm going to show you today that he is calling you to not give up. And for some of you, this is going to be a very what I would call a prophetic word for you, because there's things that you're facing in your life, certain things with your job, certain things with relationships, uh, certain things that you are facing. And I'm telling you, the God of the universe is telling you, do not give up. It's interesting because God has a way of rewarding us. And it, it really is in Scripture. Old Testament, New Testament, it cover to cover, you will find out that God really rewards hard work and perseverance and those kind of things. And, you know, uh, there's so much grace and mercy and and everything's available to us in the kingdom, but we have to have that mindset, if you will, that attitude that says, you know, I'm not going to give up to what God has called you to. Now, certainly there are things in life where, you know what, I I you know, went down this path. Uh, yeah, it, it was a bad deal, bad business deal, whatever, you know, whatever you're facing. And, you know, I, I'm going to do a change of direction. I get that. But the very things that God has called you to I want to encourage you to not give up because there's that reward. Oh man, we had Easter recently and we had our seven grandkids and then we had six more, uh, you know, I'm a great uncle. So, you know, six more great uncle grandkids, however you call that. And there's 13 kids and I hid a hundred eggs for a big Easter egg hunt. And of course... If you know me, you got to have the golden egg, you know. And so I had the special peanut butter chocolate candy and the golden egg and actually had three uh, because they were such a big group. And man, was that a hit. And and it, I, I was just <laughs> so blown away and shocked at how these kids, they wanted to find the golden egg. Like they, they're like, I want my reward. I'm going to, I'm going to seek this out. And, you know, and that's, that's how it works. You know, I heard one famous preacher say one time, you know, God loves the game of hide and seek. Like he hides something, but he wants us to seek it. And there's just this concept of that God has a reward when we go after it. And if our heart is pure, our intentions are pure God is going to see us 
through and he wants to reward that. It's just really true. So here's your key verse as we kick this off that God says, don't give up. Well, Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7 in the Old Testament says, but as for you, okay, so God's talking to you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. I just really believe that that is what God is saying to us today, that don't give up. Your work will be rewarded. Now, apply that to your life. What work are you doing? It doesn't matter if you're retired. You're still doing work. You, you've got grandkids. You've got uh, relationships. You've got uh, church and ministry and things you're serving on. Uh, you know, you, you've, you've got things to really work for the Lord. And God is saying, don't give up. He's going to reward you. Uh, you may be really young in life and you're kind of figuring it out and trying to go what career path and, you know, the relationship and, you know, is this person the one for me and all of that. The bottom line is there's this encouragement for the Lord that says, do not give up because your work will be rewarded. And I love that. That that is a word to us today. And so here we go. Okay, let's jump into it. Why are we not going to give up? Well, I'm going to give you five different scriptures. They're really solid. They stand alone. They can, you know, speak into our lives. And then let's, let's uh, draw from that and see what God might do in our hearts and our minds to not give up. Why we're not going to give up. Okay, here we go. Let's look at Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. This is one that's in my top 10 list. <laughs> this is one that I go to. I have it memorized, and I, I love this verse. So again, in the New Testament, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Such a powerful verse, but it's encouraging because it recognizes our human frailty, if you will. It, it recognizes you and I could grow weary. We've all been there. Like, I don't like this anymore. I kind of want to throw in the towel. Uh, I am going to quit, <laughs> whatever it is. But if you know God's called you to it, then don't quit. Because God says, at a proper time, you are going to reap the harvest. And then it has the if, and it's a big if, if we do not give up. So there it is. That's what we're talking about. That God says, don't give up. And so I want to focus in, you know, number one, there's a proper time, a proper time. That's number one. Why would you not give up? Because there's a proper time, a proper time for the harvest. Well, Tom, what does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you, God is never too early, though we wish he was. And God is never too late. And we're kind of like, okay, God, I'm waiting here. He's just right on time because he has everything organized, everything planned. He knows it. 
And so we got to step into that reality that there is a proper time for God to do his thing and we come out the other side. And you will experience, as scripture says, uh, the reward, the, the harvest, the very thing that you've been working toward. That's, that's the word of the Lord. So when we recognize that God has a proper time, that helps us to go, oh, of course, I'm not going to give up because there's a proper time of when God is going to bring it all together. So if I really believe that and I trust that, then I recognize that he's in control. I'm not. And he's going to see me through. Okay, let's go to number two. Okay, this has been a powerful verse in my life. Uh, my older sister wrote this out on uh, like kind of like a, a plaque and, you know, gave it as a gift. But it, it's Jeremiah 29, 11. It's a, it's a very classic, famous verse, and I love it. But it says, for I know the plans I have for you. So this is the Lord speaking to you. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Number two is God has a plan. Not only does he have the proper time, but he has a plan. And that plan is to give you hope. Now, what does hope do? Hope helps us move forward. You know, here we are, keep moving forward podcast, right? You know, we're going to keep moving forward, moving forward toward the Lord, moving forward toward his purpose, moving forward to his goodness and his kingdom and all the good things that he has and that hope. And then it also says, and a future. It is really, really wise to look forward to God's future. Like, what does he have? What is he doing? What's his plan? And you need to be confident that his plan is a good plan. And it's going to give you not only hope, it's going to build this future. Uh, God's going to bless you in it. it the word says prosper and <clears throat> not harm you. So God has these plans. And isn't it interesting? Like the Lord is saying to you, no, I know the plans I have for you. I mean, <laughs> kind of like, dial it back a little bit and go, wow, God has a plan for me. He, like he knows the plan for me and we can rest in that. And that gives us the strength, the encouragement to like, well, I'm not going to give up because God's got the plan. He's just working his plan and in his proper time. Right? So let's go to number three. Okay. This is all about purpose. And here on the keep moving forward podcast, we mention this verse a lot. I, just continually come back to it. And it's Romans 8, verse 28. And so it says, and we know that in all things, and you've heard me say before, I looked up in the New Testament Greek and all means all things. God works for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. So I always love challenging people with this verse. Do you love God? And I'm sure the answer is yes. I hope it is. So guess what? You've been called according to his purpose. Isn't that a crazy thought? Like this is saying to those who love him. 
So I, I just beg the question, do you love God? Well, if the answer is yes, guess what? He's got a purpose for you. He's working things. He's weaving it together. Remember that, that uh, that word works also translates as weaves, that God is weaving everything together for your life. It, it, it's a good illustration of understanding how God just, he takes the good, the bad, and the ugly, and he just kind of weaves it together for what he is creating. Uh, my mom, uh, oh, she's so wonderful. She's 87 and she's just full of life. And, uh, you know, boy, you know, my dad passed away last year, but she's, she's living life to the full and she's plugged into a church and she's, you know, playing bridge and hitting a tennis ball at 87. Oh man, that's my prayer that I could hit a tennis ball at 87. Woo! And, but you know, uh, my mom knits. And so, uh, she growing up, you know, she was always knitting something together and, and what she did for all us and then the kids and the grandkids and now the great grandkids and, uh, is, uh, Christmas stockings. And so she would create these things. And and I'd look at her little knitting basket, if you will, and there's yarn everywhere. And it looks like a mess. You're like, I, what are you going to bring out of that basket? I mean, there's just like different colors and yarn and it looks like it's all messed up, but it wasn't messed up. She knew her plan she knew her timing. She knew her purpose. And she was like knitting these things together. And then it comes out like this beautiful Christmas stocking that has your name on it and the year that you were born and all this decorative stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like, wow, <laughs> there's, a, there's a creation. And, you know, it's just like weaving it together, weaving it together. And from me on the outside looking in, I'm like, I don't see how that yarn is going to make a difference. I don't see how that yarn is going to make something beautiful. And guess what? It becomes beautiful. And that's what God is doing in your life. He's taking the different things. He's picking it up. He's, you know, putting it together. He's knitting it together. He's weaving it together. He's working all things uh, for the good of what he's accomplishing in your life. So why are you not going to give up? Because God has a purpose. He has a purpose in it all. Okay, let's go to number four. Uh, This is a great verse. I love this one in the New Testament. Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, therefore, I always like that. Therefore, and then my ears perk up. Our ears should perk up whenever we see therefore in the Bible or however in the Bible or but in the Bible or whatever. You know, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Okay, so we've got some biggies loaded in this verse. It's all about perseverance, but let me break this down for you. Uh, So there are those that have gone before us. Uh, Certainly, you know, the great people of the Bible and then throughout church history and then, you know, people in your lifetime, maybe 
they've gone on to be with the Lord or whatever. They were people that uh, inspired you and people that you could look back to and go, wow. And and it's forming this, this group of people in heaven, a cloud of witnesses. That's what it's talking about. And so the encouragement is because they finished their race strong, you and I need to finish our race strong. So it's a big calling to throw off everything that hinders. So if there's something in your life that is hindering you from stepping into God's plan and God's purpose and God's best, and you know it, there's, you know, you got the Holy Spirit conviction right now, like, like that's messing me up. Like, I, don't, I, I can't be doing that. Then this is the time to surrender it. It says, throw it off, like get rid of it. And then, you know, the sin that so easily entangles. I remember, you know, taking my son fishing back in the day and, you know, we would get our lines all tangled up and I'm trying to like, you know, get it out of the rock that where the hook got stuck and the line is tangled, you know, you know, you don't want to be entangled. You know, it's no fun. And, you know, at some point you cut the line and you start over, right? Well, that's okay. That's what we got to do. We got to just lay it all down, lay it at the cross, recognize, you know, we've blown it, mistakes we've made, sins we've done, you know, the wrongs we've done, the wrongs done to us. Boom. And we lay it all at the cross. But this verse, Hebrews 12, 1, finishes with, let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. I want to hone in on that. You and I are called not to give up because God says it. God says, don't give up. God says to run. I don't care what age you are. You can run in your heart. You can run in your mind. You can run in your soul. You can run in your spirit. Maybe you're like, I, 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 I haven't run in years. You know, I don't care. You can run in your spiritual faith pursuing Christ. And it says the race marked out for you, for us, for you. So God has a particular race just for you. And that's understanding that perseverance is a big part of what God calls us to. And so here we are, keep moving forward podcast. You know, it's all about perseverance. It's all about, hey, it's not what's happened to me. It's what God has before me. And I'm going to press on and move toward exactly that. I, you know, I'll never forget when I was, uh, you know, pursuing and persevering to build a church and, you know, develop 63 acres on the central coast. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just crazy. It's, it's, uh, you know, one of those things that it's just, you know, on the outside looking at it, that doesn't happen. Right. And, you know, I would go into these government meetings and I'd be behind closed doors and, and they would like look at me and go, you know, there's, this is not going to happen. I even got cussed at it, you know, at times. And I just had this thought, like, I am going to outlive you. <laughs> I, I, you're going to die before me. <laughs> so, that was my determination was like, no, we are going to develop these 63 acres and build this church and it's going to happen. And, you know, that was just, that's perseverance. And, and so we just 
stay in that place of like, and you know, guess what? It, it took 10 years. It took a, I dedicated a decade of my life to see that church built. And the beauty is like, well, God blesses perseverance, you know? So, so that's, that's just a huge thing to remember that, you know, God is, is the strength he's with you, but the perseverance, we, we gotta have that mindset. Like we're, you know, I I love saying it this way. We're agreeing with God. I'm going to get in agreement with God. What he's doing, that's what I'm doing. And, and that becomes a powerful thing. Now we're going to land on the last one, number five. And this is found also in the New Testament, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. And this is a real more theological concept. But let's read the verse and, and then let's try to break it down and apply it to our lives. So 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 and 9. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. So this is the promise. God is not bound by time. And that's kind of trippy for us as human beings. Because everything in our life is bound by time. Like everything. Like when you go to work, that's bound by time. When you go to sleep and try to get eight hours, that's bound by time. When you, uh, you know, book an appointment, that's bound by time. Um, you know, everything it's, it's bound when you get your golf tee time, that's bound by time. When you schedule your tennis court for two hours, that's bound by time. We, whatever it is, recreation, work, appointments, relationships, it is bound by time. We live in this time driven life and that's okay because that's the way God set it up It was by his design. But what's interesting, and here's the theological point, God is not bound by time. That's kind of trippy. Like he, he is not um, chained to time. He is the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's everything. And, and he is not bound by time. And so when you understand that a day to God is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. Like you and I, quite honestly, if we were transparent, we would say, oh, that, that doesn't really make sense. Like, like we read that passage, we kind of like, okay, I get it. But like for us, that is not true. When you spend this day, when you're listening right now to the Keep Moving Forward podcast and you're going, okay, I'm going to spend this day, to you, that's not a thousand years. But to God, it could be because he's not bound by time. So it's just a, it's an interesting concept. But here's the bigger point. He's made a promise. And it says here in scripture, 2 Peter 3, 8 and 9, he's not slow. He's not slow in producing his promise. It's just he's not bound by time. And so he, he will keep his promise. That is what the scripture is saying. So, okay, let's recap. Here we go. And if you didn't catch, I I did five P's. 
the letter P, five of them. <laughs> let me let me recap. This is why you're not going to give up. Not only because God says don't give up, but number one, God has a proper time. He's got the timing. Never too early, never too late. He's got the time. Number two, he's got the plan. He has this plan. It's an amazing plan. He's going to do the plan. And you have to trust the plan. Number three, the purpose. God's got a purpose in it all. And you've heard me say before that in every pain, God has a redeeming purpose. I want you to receive that. In every pain in your life, I'm telling you, God has a redeeming purpose. Number four, perseverance. So we got proper time, plan, purpose. Number four, perseverance. We, we got we to gotta work hard. We got to just do it and trust and not working toward the Lord, working for the Lord. That's the difference. You're not looking for approval, none of that. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. But we can roll our sleeves up and go, yeah, let's get it done. Let's do it. And then number five is the promise. God has his promise. He's going to see it through. The things he's promised, he will see them through. And you can bank on that. So there you go. That's why. God says, don't give up and let me pray for you. Uh, God is for you and I want you to be encouraged. And I really want you to think of that Galatians 6, 9 that we talked about that don't grow weary in doing good because at the proper time, you're going to reap a harvest if, it's the big if, you do not give up. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for each person in listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful. God, I pray that you encourage them today. I pray that you empower them today. I pray that they really receive your word to them. Don't give up. Do not give up in the things that God has called you to. Lord, encourage them, empower them. Uh, give them new hope, a new vision things that they can move toward uh, to. And God, I just pray that, uh, that your presence would rest on them. So bless, bless, bless. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, you know the routine. God loves you. Let me remind you one more time. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. And uh, I want you to remember that God loves you and I'm for you. God bless you.